At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Covering every angle of Sunday's slate of football, this is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's another hour of the Pro Football Blitz live from Las Vegas at our South Point Sportsbook Studios as we get you set for every single angle on the big game. Super Bowl 57 between the Chiefs and Eagles. Back with Mike Pritchard, former NFL wide receiver. I'm Ben Wilson. Thanks to Brian Ortega, by the way, our outstanding producer behind the glass here at the South Point. We continue the deep, deep, deep dive mm-hmm. with wide receivers, your position. Mm-hmm. So thought we had to start, we'd start the top of the hour with a big special position. Uh, but injuries are a big storyline, in particular for Kansas City in the wide receiver spots heading into the big game. At one point, four receivers were all in the injury report. Justin Watson has since moved off the injury report. He's been a full participant at practice with an illness. But Nico Hardman downgraded to doubtful with a pelvis injury. Sounds like the Chiefs will be down one of their key targets. And Juju Smith-Schuster and Kadarius Toney. Mike, each questionable with varying injuries. Haven't practiced yet at all. Scale of 1 to 10, what are you expecting from an effectiveness standpoint? Um, From an effectiveness or, I mean, Juju, I I don't know how effective he's going to be. I mean, he's a good run after the catch guy. Yeah. Um, we expect them both to play. Yeah. That's not the issue. It's more how how good can they be? Possession receiver. Um, you know, the way that the Kansas City Chiefs matriculate, they can utilize him. He doesn't have to be that explosive either. He's going to play. Right. I mean, um, they don't have to worry about the numbers at that position and and how many people are going to suit up and and have another guy suit up like an extra running back. Cause who is it going to be? It's not going to be Rojo. I mean, Ronald Jones, I don't know. I don't think he's fitting in. Um, so, yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting, though, in terms of tight ends or, or, you know, what other numbers advantages they might need, an extra linebacker, for instance. But, 
No, I, I think Juju's going to play. Tony, he's been battling injuries his whole career, it seems like. Uh, so I don't know how effective he's going to be. Uh, I think he'll try to give it a go. But they have Valdez Skentling to, to stretch the field. Uh, he's a bigger target, too. He's a speedy guy. Uh, so I, I think they're okay. You know, uh, the injuries are a concern. But next week, uh, I, I, I want to see if that affects the line or not, uh, whether or not these guys are limited or not even participating in practice. And for, be, for the, the implications of all the injury issues at practice for Kansas City, there's really no props, at least most of the books, like at DraftKings, the only props available right now on the receiving side are the running backs, Pacheco mm-hmm. and McKinnon, and Kelsey, we'll talk about in a second. You likely think if, if any of the, like once Hardman is officially ruled out, that would impact the Valdez Scantling prop. Right. You would think his yardage would go up, especially even if Tony and, and Smith Schuster are ruled in, their, their being less than 100% will also impact uh, Valdez Scantling. I'd have to be, I'd have to think he's going to be a really popular option, but it also leads me into thinking about the reliance on tight ends because mm-hmm. as much as we're talking about wide receivers, I mean, Travis Kelsey's basically, <laughs> you know, he might line up as a tight end, he, as a tight end but the is. dude is as, as effective as a wide receiver right. or any sort of pass catcher as you could have in the game right now. And, and that becomes the question, reliance. How much of it will be on a target you know is going to be getting the ball a, a ton for Kansas Yeah, City. I mean, do they dress four tight ends as, as opposed to, you know, an extra wide, wide receiver? And knowing that, okay, Travis Kelsey's going to play wide receiver too, which they have the flexibility to do that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think – from a West Coast offense, it's a true West Coast offense. It's about timing, rhythm, uh, and spacing. Uh, and the bodies that they have available, they're all taller bodies. You notice that. They're all possession-type receivers. That's by design. I mean, when you think about Justin Watson, you think about Vadis Gantley, I said that he can stretch the field. He can. Um, Juju, uh, from a possession receiver standpoint, too. Uh, Hardman and, you know, Tony, those were the guys that were going to be the gadget guys. But – um, they kind of have that with the running backs. But, you know, you throw in Travis Kelsey, too, th- that's catch radius and that's possessions for uh, Kansas City uh, and moving to football. Mm-hmm. Again, they, at one point they led the National Football League uh, in third down conversions. Uh, so I think they ended up second. 22 targets, too, inside the opponent 10-yard mm-hmm. line. You think about Kelsey, and you <laughs> you think about – how the Chiefs led the league in passing touchdowns. Right. And it's like, okay, well, how did the distribution go? Mm-hmm. I mean, tell, Kelsey was the go-to guy, and it's exactly why you look at the touchdown props like we did last segment. He's got the most juice, minus 130 to get an anytime touchdown. The, the question you're, you're really asking now from a prop standpoint is, is the tax too much on a guy who's sitting, I'm looking at DraftKings, just updated my, my numbers, because there's been a lot of movement all week. <laughs> 78 and a half on Kelsey on his receiving yardage receptions for Kelsey sit at seven and a half. Now that is juice to the under. So it's plus plus one fifteen If you think he goes over, mm-hmm. it, it seems like the books, they know exactly what we know and what we're laying out. They want to keep testing the limits as betters. How far will betters keep going? But so far, all, all the general consensus continues to be, Hey, just pound these overs as long as they rely on him to that degree. Yeah, no, you have to, um, because you can't stop them. I and mean, that's why I think teams rely on them. And, um, McKinnon, uh, another player that, um, Patrick Mahomes will rely on in the red zone. I think Pacheco, if you are looking for types of value, uh, I, I think Pacheco is going to be more involved in this game. He has to be. Uh, he's an explosive player. Uh, he's got a lot of confidence in himself, and the coaches have a ton of confidence in him too. Uh, and, and if the Chiefs want to be creative in the red zone, they have to involve a player like that, uh, especially if, as they're banged up and not dynamic enough at wide receiver because of injuries. But uh, I, I think those role players – uh, are, are the value plays, right? I mean, if you want to pay up for the tax, it's, 
I wouldn't say guaranteed, but the probabilities of Travis Kelsey cashing your ticket is there. Uh, but if you want the value, I mean, I would look elsewhere. Like you mentioned, McKinnon, Pacheco, uh, Valdez, Scantling, uh, players like that. Even Juju. I'd, I'd take a shot at Juju well, as well. Once those props get posted and you get a better right. idea for where the yardages are at, and Pacheco's seen his number rise 12.5 to 14.5 mm-hmm. now on the receiving yards for Isaiah Pacheco. On the Philadelphia side, I really like the matchup for Devontae Smith coming in. Right. Pritch, considering how often the Chiefs play that that too high uh, safety look, 55% of the time, mm-hmm. leads the NFL. Devontae Smith has put up huge numbers, seven catches, 102 and a half yards a game in the four game averages with defenses who play too high, at least 40% of the snaps. So that's on, that's on the one hand for Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. There's also this AJ Brown guy that yeah. we've heard of him. H- how do you see the too high safety look? How does that impact AJ Brown for Philadelphia? You know, I wonder if AJ is banged up still. Cause I know he got hobbled yeah. up, uh, you know, later on in the year. And, um, you know, he is a mismatch. He is a nightmare. Um, I, I don't know if Kansas City can afford to play him in single coverage. If they do, Jalen's going to him. Uh, I, I think that could be an automatic at this point. Um, you know, he's a slant runner. He's a bigger body guy. He's a, he's a, cross, a crossing route runner. He's a hook runner. Um, but he's also a vertical threat, though. He's, he's a, if you can buy time at the line of scrimmage, uh, he can get deep. He can get behind the secondary. So uh, he's a big playmaker, but he's a matchup nightmare, though, for Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Uh, and those younger players. The, the point on the injury front, though, mm-hmm. I, I, there has to be some truth to that. And with, yeah. with how less than – he's looked a little bit uh, gimpy and banged up. Also combined with Jalen Hurts coming off of his own injury, mm-hmm. who has really only targeted Brown on deep shots so far. And right. those looks, it's been a lot of overthrows. I'm one to believe, and we talked about this earlier, that you have Jalen Hurts is going to be in a very good situation to pick up a bunch of yards on, with his legs on mm-hmm. the ground. And so with that, I, I understand why the numbers come down. And you notice, too, so far we've talked about a lot of overs that we like. If you want to have a balance, if you're looking to bet a lot of props and you want a balanced portfolio, <laughs> you, you, you don't want to be having all overs. As much, right. as, as much as you want to bet the overs, there are some players who are going to have those bloated numbers. And A.J. Brown's number was set at 72.5. That has been bet down to 70.5. you got to agree with that move, right? I mean, that, that's, I do. the under's probably the only way to play Brown if you want to get involved there. Yeah, I do. I mean, if you're anticipating some type of pressure, which I, I think Spag's going to bring some pressure in Jalen, okay, how are you going to protect it or if you're going to try to protect it? Um, do you take a shot and when do you take a shot? Um, or do you settle for other options? Like, you know, Devonta Smith, I mean, he's going to be singled up if, if they are going to devote more players to the running game, right? Um, but not A.J. Brown. <laughs> AJ, he's going to have a safety uh, help uh, over there too. So, uh, and his, his yards have gone down with the last four games under 100 yards right there and um, so he's had a number of games in which, you know, after the injury, I think it was against, was it against Washington? The injury happened. Uh, I want to say he was hobbled a little bit. It mm-hmm. feels like, feels like he's still favoring something. Uh, that yeah. he's not completely back to being week, AJ Brown. Week 17. Okay. I, I believe. Yeah. was the injury for Brown and, mm-hmm. and Bowen was also toward the end of the, uh, the week 18 game too. the mm-hmm. giants regular season game right. for Philadelphia appeared to aggravate it even more. So it's, that's a big concern, especially when you're, you're paying the premium for a mm-hmm. top wide receiver. Uh, it's why, if you're wondering why has the market gone under on a, a superstar like Brown, that's a big reason why from 72 and a half down to 70 and a half. You also have a, a, a team that while well, everyone's going to talk about Travis Kelsey is that dynamic tight end in the game. Hey, Dallas Goddard is the team's second leading receiver. As yeah. long as we're talking receivers for Philadelphia, you cashed on a first touchdown ticket mm-hmm. with Goddard, twelve to one earlier in the postseason. <laughs> uh, his number—he's—he's uh, he's been a guy. Whenever he's targeted, 
Jalen Hurts has been able to find him. 11 yeah. targets, 10 receptions in the two postseason games. And you you base where Kansas City is at on the defensive side. If you're thinking more linebackers are, are going to be stacked up in the box for Steve Spagnuolo, how does that impact a guy like Dallas Goddard as a, a dynamic tight end? Well, you can't cover him with linebackers, right? I mean, that's, that's going to be the problem for uh, Kansas City. You know, um, they're going to have some decisions to make in terms of how to attack it. Can they make the Eagles predictable? Uh, if you can make them predictable, okay, therefore you can personnel and do some tricks and things like that uh, if you're spags. But uh, if you can't make them predictable, then I think Dallas Gardner can have a, a huge game. The tight end position involved in this offense, going back to when UNLV ran this offense and I was calling their games, um, is, 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 is a big role. It's a huge role. Uh, and Dallas Goddard fits it to a T. The thing about the Eagles and what you can appreciate uh, from a football standpoint and a deep, deep dive standpoint is that outside of A.J. Brown, all those guys have been drafted by the Eagles. Yeah. Uh, and they've created this offense specifically to that personnel uh, that Howie Roseman has brought in and, and certainly brought in the right coach and the right scheme with, with along with uh, uh, Steichen. Uh, and it fits like a glove, man. It really does. It's, it's great to watch. And Dallas Goddard uh, is probably the thumb of that glove, mm -hmm. if you will. Uh, he is he is an important, important part. I mean, when he got hurt, this offense kind of changed a little bit until they adjusted. Uh, but when he got healthy again, we, we saw uh, the Eagles kind of reassert themselves offensively. Love or hate Howie Roseman as a GM. Right. With his, with his antics, you cannot deny the, the job he's done building the roster. Mm -hmm. That's why Philadelphia is where they're at. And it also leads us into our next segment, talking about the trenches, especially on the offensive line for both teams. It's where I believe the game is going to be won or lost. We'll get into the breakdowns. There's some injury concerns for the Eagles offensive line. How will the Chiefs handle the best sack defense in the league? We'll get into those deep dive discussions when we come back to the Pro Football Blitz. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? 
I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. The big game means big plans for VSIN. VSIN will be in the middle of all the action and broadcasting live from Radio Row in Phoenix with athlete and celebrity interviews and our experts breaking down the game. You won't want to miss any of VSIN's coverage. Huddle up and watch Follow the Money, the Lombardi Line, VSIN Final Countdown, and VSIN Primetime all live from Radio Row starting Monday. For betting splits, expert picks, and big game props, head to VSIN.com. That is VSIN. Dot com. You are uh, you're heading on the road, Mike Pritchard, tomorrow, right? I am. I am nice. heading down to the big game location. There we go. Um, a lot of people, obviously, a lot of beautiful. It's, like, it's basically the big game is like a convention for the Super Bowl. Like a yeah. big once a year reunion, so to speak. Yeah, basically. I mean, the draft is a convention. The um, uh, Super Bowl, the Pro Bowl, kind of right. Like not as much, but. Oh, yeah, this is, in Vegas is more of an excuse <laughs> right, in years right, past. Right, right, right. Have a little fun. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter where the Super Bowl is going to be, though. So, uh, yeah, I'm heading down there. Uh, looking forward to seeing a lot of people and looking forward to representing Vison. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. Sports you, uh, betting network. Yeah, you and I will be there. So Monday, Tuesday, I'll, I, someone's got to look after the, you know, the Circa <laughs> Sportsbook. Okay. Studio. Somebody's got to do the gotta hard work and stay in Vegas, yeah. you know. So I'll be at Circa. You'll be at, uh, at, at Radio Row. Mm-hmm. So we'll do the shows. We have those together Monday and Tuesday. Uh, those are noon to 2 p.m. Eastern time. We'll have some great guests for those. Looking forward to that Monday and Tuesday. Just kicking off our coverage. A bunch of different shows will be down there at Radio Row. Uh, for now, though, and part of what we're going to be doing Monday, Tuesday, updating the latest injury news. Talked about it last segment with Kansas City on the wide receivers. While we don't expect anybody to miss the game for Philadelphia, the offensive line could be a source of concern for the Eagles, where you have a left guard in Landon Dickerson, has a hyperextended elbow in the NFC Championship game, has to leave early against San Francisco. He hasn't practiced so far and is questionable. Then you have Lane Johnson, who reportedly re-aggravated a groin injury, the right tackle. Both those players, two of the three pro bowlers on the offensive line for Philadelphia. Johnson questionable. He hasn't practiced so far. But again, both expected to go. How big of a drop-off do you realistically expect that'll be for two very, very good O-linemen? Um, I, I don't know if there's going to be a drop-off. I mean, uh, Lane Johnson held his own against Bosa. <laughs> did not allow no, right. any pressure or sack. Yeah, and Bosa did not play to run very well at all uh, in that game, too. Uh, I'd be curious if the Chiefs will move out Chris Jones over Johnson and go one-on-one Ooh. and see what happens because yeah. that's a big, powerful man, too. Yeah. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I don't know what the matchup's going to be. I, I know the injury concerns on inside are real, um, you know, and, and the depth, I think, is in question, too, now for the Eagles up front. 
right? With the uh, the Josh Sills situation, yeah. backup, you know, reserve lineman, but that's still part of depth. And yep. you, with him dealing now with uh, legal issues off the field, that is yet another thing to consider for Philadelphia. I just wonder if if there are issues on the interior of an offensive line, even mm-hmm. though you have a an all world center right. in Jason Kelsey who anchors it. You, you're trying to neutralize the strength of Kansas City. For as much as Kansas City has struggled at the back end, kind of mid-tier as a pass defense, have really struggled in the red zone, the one thing the Chiefs can do is bring pressure and bring mm-hmm. it up the middle. Second in the league, the only Philadelphia in sacks this season with Chris Jones as a, a primary defensive lineman. So it's all about neutralizing right. the, the, the main strength for Kansas City. I Look, even with the injury concerns, I tend to have a, a good amount of confidence in Philadelphia being able to do that. Because at the end of the day, like we saw Lane Johnson, who had, did not have any extra rest to work with and had a, had a pretty significant injury, mm-hmm. and yet he didn't look flustered whatsoever against arguably you know, a top-five defensive edge rusher in, uh, in, in Bosa for San Francisco. Yeah, no, he's a huge human being, too, uh, and that's the problem uh, out there on the edge uh, if you are trying to get uh, some pressure. But we're talking about the running game, too, and uh, you wonder – uh, is he going to be a cutoff guy? Uh, you know, and, and certainly the, the problems that uh, Kansas City's defense, just by based on looks, could present. Again, that's you want injured guys to think a little bit more. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, looking at the numbers for uh, the Eagles and and what they could do, they might only address seven offensive linemen. Uh, that that gets dangerous. I mean, I think they got to dress dressed eight, but one of them uh, is a rookie uh, there, so. If you dress eight offensive linemen too, that gets tricky for what else you want to do. Uh, so the in, that's where the injury concern uh, comes into play, the lack of depth, because you're, you might have to dress an extra person to help out just in case something happens. I mean, mm-hmm. we saw that the what if happens uh, with San Francisco when it, with the quarterback situation, right? right? Uh, so I, I wouldn't rule out any of that uh, for the Super Bowl. Now, again, two weeks in, in your bodies, you're going to feel great. You're going to feel better. Uh, but you're going up against Chris Jones, and he can wreck yeah. you. Uh, so, yeah, the, the health uh, concern is is a little bit of a concern, though. Put it this way. I'd have more concern if it was a stationary pocket quarterback. Right. You know, like you think back to the like the Super Bowl when Tampa Bay just brought waves of bodies mm-hmm. at Patrick Mahomes time and again, and he's even more of a mobile guy. He had no chance in that game. Right. And if, like, if Philadelphia didn't have a, you know, a versatile run game and, and the ability to get outside and extend plays – Sure, I'd have a little more concern with with two primary offensive linemen who were two of the best, mm-hmm. somewhat banged up. But a their ability to play through injury in the past, especially Johnson on the outside, and and b the the multifaceted nature of the offense, it, it leaves me believing that we're only going to overinflate this throughout the two weeks since there's so much time to talk about it, and since those reports will be monitored uh, crazily and intensely every single day. Well, think about how they're going to have to adjust though, like um, Kelsey's injury. What, what, do you know what it is? Kelsey, I, I don't, his was more, I mean, it was more, he's not even on the injury report. Yeah, okay. It was, okay. it was more of a minor thing. Okay. I, that, I thought that was a, because he took a knock early in yeah. the, uh, that was early, I mean, very early on. Yeah, because um, he's on the injury report. He's limited um, yeah. from an injury standpoint. But, yeah, they don't get specific or anything like that, obviously. But, uh, the, the, you know, going into the training room, you, you'll end up on an injury report. If you put ice on something, you're on injury report, <laughs> yeah. right? Because you're in the training room. So that's the NFL rules and stuff like that. But um, as far as his effectiveness, so, so if, if you are the Kansas City Chiefs, you want to invite them to be a more power rushing team, more so than a wide zone or even inside zone because that's where they are really effective. That's where 
they create numbers advantages to the perimeter. That's where Jason Kelsey can get to the outside and escort runners. He pulls as a center. Um, but if you make them a power team, in other words, if you cover up the center uh, and make them a gap team or a power team, can Lane Johnson push off with that growing injury, right? Can he do stuff like that? And, and can he drive block that way? Right. Because that's a different torque and a uh, different type of pressure. So um, that's where the injuries can come into play. Like, even though they're going to play and they're going to make it through the, throughout the game, how effective are they going to be? Managing these injuries. Look, I really thought San Francisco would take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. The reason why I like the Niners in the NFC Championship game, I'm not going to get sweet-talked into thinking, because, again, we have the extra week now to break it down, and thinking, okay, well, these guys, these pro bowlers can't possibly block, especially against a weaker – I mean, Kansas City has obviously legit weapons, but Mm -hmm. they're not the same as San Francisco. I mean, that was was as fierce of a pass rush as Philadelphia was seeing all season. I'm not going to be convinced, like, oh, well, just because they're still banged up, it's just—it's the Super Bowl, and there's more pressure on the line. They're all of a sudden not going to be able to be yeah. as effective. Yeah, you know, it's, I get where you're, I get where you're coming right, from. Right, right. No, I hear you. I mean, it's um, like San Francisco didn't cover up the center though. Like we've seen Chris Jones play nose tackle before. Like imagine Chris Jones over Jason Kelsey. I mean, that's a problem. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well could be. you're going to have to double team him because so you're taking another lineman away. You're going to a power game. They don't have a lead blocker and fullback and all that stuff and. Yeah, D'Amico Ryans, you would think he would have maybe had a chance to do something like that, but they don't have a player like that maybe, or they didn't have two weeks to get ready for that uh, conference championship game. Meanwhile, for Kansas City, if you look at their X's and O's, a mm-hmm. team that graded out really, really strongly, top eight in both run blocking and pass blocking this season, that's another elite matchup in and of its own. Philadelphia leads the league in sacks. Right. You have a quarterback who is presumably going to be better in Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes from a health standpoint, but still not 100% with the sprained angle on his, his right side. How do you contain that if you're Kansas City? Knowing knowing you are yeah. you're a really elite unit, but still, that's that's as good as it gets on the other side. It really is, but a lot of it is uh, built in in terms of your hot reads and everything like that. So uh, if Philly wants to bring pressure, which I, they don't really have to. I mean, it's, it's more about matchups and, and Hassan Reddick and how are you going to block him, Sweat, how are you going to block him, uh, are you going to keep people in? Are, are you, you going to do anything like that? Or are you going to put pressure on them to cover quickly? Like, you can neutralize a pass rush if you're getting rid of the football. Um, you, you can neutralize anything. You can help your offensive linemen if you can get rid of the football quickly. Uh, and we've seen Kansas City be able to do that. I, I cannot get that 49er game out of my mind, right, for yeah. 49ers in, um, in Kansas City. So – Familiarity is everything, uh, but it is going to boil down to those matchups, those individual matchups. I mean, Reddick has been, he's been, he's been what Von Miller was supposed to help Buffalo get to, but Von got hurt. Uh, but yeah, that that's the problem for Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Oh, as good as the Chiefs looked in the AFC Championship game, keep in mind the Bengals were not a not a really heavy pressure team. They're twenty ninth mm-hmm. in in total sacks on the season. You're, that's a that's a really big step up in class. As good as Kansas City looked and was able to protect Mahomes on that that badly injured right ankle, it's a different sort of task too. And that's why yeah. I have in my notes for for our next hour, Hassan Reddick. Can he actually win Super Bowl MVP? Because there, there's a there's a path you could say he could. Yeah. And it but it all starts on the effectiveness of Kansas City, especially from the offensive line. Can they protect Mahomes? Will Mahomes, assuming he's a little bit healthier, is he going to have those freelance type plays where he extends, gets out of the pocket? can't do that if the pocket's collapsing around you. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting matchup. Uh, All I know is we still have a lot to get to this hour. Uh, We're going to do some head-to-head prop uh, matchups. But first, 
before that, Brian Rostein, outstanding analyst for us, uh, and he's going to join us from Philadelphia talking all things Eagles as we get ready for the big game here on the Pro Football Blitz. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VSIN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for only $9.99. That is VSIN.com slash subscribe. Back here on the Pro Football Blitz, where it's time to get into some head-to-head matchup props. Uh, Mike Pritchard, we're excited for that. Yes, we are. We're also kind of, you know, we, we have our great crew here helping us out, trying mm-hmm. to figure out what they're all what they're all betting. Uh, Sean McComb, our audio engineer, he's already bet the Eagles. Okay. I do not. I do not know about our producer Brian Ortega. That is that is TBD. He's keeping it a secret. Uh, he's keeping it on the down though. Okay. Same goes for Liz Foster and Matt Hicks, our technical directors. Okay. But, you know, if, if we have we if we have breaking news, we will break in. Is that like jinx in your it. bet if you mention it? No, no, okay. no. I'm just I don't I don't know. It's early in the process. Right. We still have a ways to go before the big game. Okay. okay. Um, I, we will talk about our bets a little bit later. I have made two mm-hmm. so far. Uh, mm-hmm. One side, one prop. Uh, so we'll discuss those a little bit later in the show. I'll also bring on Ryan Rostein in a little bit uh, to talk things from an Eagles perspective. But uh, these head-to-head props are interesting because we're in an era now, Pritch, where you can bet more props than ever oh, on the course. Super Bowl. Right. And like there, there are ways to try to tackle this that that are a little bit more unconventional than mm-hmm. you know than in years past. So we'll flash up uh, some of these head-to-head props that are that are really fascinating. You know, the one that w- one we'll start with is the the quarterbacks and the passing props. So you can, you know, and it's funny, these are baked in spreads here, right? Uh, you know, kind of like your, your standard game. So if we look at the first one, Patrick Mahomes versus Jalen Hurts, Mahomes is laying 45 and a half passing yards. Uh, Mahomes is his prop is about 289 and a half Hertz is much, uh, much, much lower. Mm-hmm. Obviously I'm seeing right now you have Mahomes at uh, 287 and a half Hertz 244 and a half. So four, uh, 45 and a half. Uh, that's the interesting one. Then you also have touchdowns and interceptions. Uh, each of those are, are favored by a half. On each outcome, would you would you lay forty five and a half yards? So that's a lot. Yeah, but I would. But I would. You would. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I mean, we're talking about Patrick freaking Mahomes now. I mean, yeah. um, I'm a little surprised that his number isn't higher than two eighty. Kind of right, and maybe because of the Super Bowl and the opportunities. Like a, you know, you got maybe eight to ten drives on opportunities, <laughs> yeah. but uh, are they going to be able to possess the football? They're going to have six, seven, eight, nine, ten play drives and stuff like that. So. Uh, the big play could be there, too, with Patrick and Valdez Scantling. I've mentioned him before. And the run after the catch uh, is phenomenal, a phenomenal benefit mm-hmm. for Patrick Mahomes and his offense because a shallow cross or a basic cross or, or any type of sale route or any type of possession type of route all of a sudden can turn into a big play because of the ability of, of the playmakers that they have. So uh, I, would, I would definitely do that. I mean, Jalen Hurts – I love how he's evolved his game. I love how uh, he's definitely somebody you have to respect uh, as an MVP type of quarterback. Um, but he's not Patrick Mahomes throwing the football, right? Um, but Jalen Hurts, and plus his shoulder is still banged up. Nobody's really talking about that. His yeah. shoulder. And it's the SC joint. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not the AC out here on, the, on your shoulder. You that's, so that's a real thing. Yeah, because that's your whole throwing. Uh, and, you know, if he lands on that, you know, obviously it's not 100%. Uh, 
Um, so I, I think they're trying to protect that. He's even running differently, too. So um, he's missing deep balls. We talked about his accuracy or inaccuracy there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely would, would favor Patrick Mahomes that Especially way, to that degree. If you're high on Hertz as a rusher yeah. in this game, like I am, 49 mm-hmm. and a half is rushing prop. Right. That only furthers your your conviction you would have on Mahomes if you're laying a spread like this. Mm-hmm. So if you don't, you know, and again, you know, Hurts has not cleared what 170 yards each of the first two playoff games. So this could be an alternate angle if if you aren't a believer in Hurts from a passing perspective, but you also don't want to, you know, let's say you like Mahomes, but you don't want to pay a big price and have to have him go over 287 and a half. Mm-hmm. There's a world in which he, you know, Mahomes throws for 250 and he right. still wins this bet easily. So these these represent alternative ways. To, to look at different pathways to victory, uh, which, which I find really interesting. Uh, the, the rushing ones we'll get to as well. So I, I do like your, your mm-hmm. thought of that. Look at Mahomes, minus 45 and a half. It's kind of a weird thing to even say. <laughs> no. I'm going to lay 45 and a half. <laughs> right. Passing yards yeah. uh, with Patrick Mahomes. So we'll throw up the next ones uh, here as well. Um, the You know what? What's interesting too, and uh, the wide receiver is the one that actually really stood out to me when we talked uh, when we talked about the tight ends mm-hmm. a couple segments ago. So I want to go there next, and we have this with Travis Kelsey and Dallas Goddard. So Kelsey's laying thirty six and a half yards. What you'll also notice is it's not just automatically correlated to the raw uh, yardage prop because the, uh, going over expectation is baked in here. So Kelsey, for example, is only thirty yards further than than Goddard as far as the prop. Right. But you're having to lay thirty six and a half if you want Kelsey. I would not like. And there's, there's a there's a growing sense that look maybe this price has gotten out of hand for Kelsey on a 78 and a half receiving yardage prop. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy that jumps in front of the train, Pritch. So I would much rather make a bet like this: Goddard plus 36 and a half yards, than and try to jump in front of the Kelsey train and, and bet an under because there's a world in which Goddard has a big game. Yeah, I mean, there's so many um, paths to that too. Like say. Yeah. You know, uh, it's late in the game. Kansas City has a lead, and okay, there's a two-minute situation, and Dallas Goddard is a featured guy. I mean, he he is a blanket uh, for Jalen Hurts. I mean, um, and then all of a sudden he's accumulating a lot of yards, right? And he gets inside that number. So, from a probability standpoint, yeah, I mean, plus thirty-five and a half right there for Dallas Goddard. That's not too bad. I just wanted to run that by you sure. first. You, yep. you are like this is the guy who had the Goddard first touchdown yep. drop a couple weeks ago. So I just wanted to make sure. Yeah, if it's and on I, board with you, Mike. I'm, and I'm a guy that likes tight end. <laughs> yeah, you, you, hey, you've been betting them all postseason. <laughs> you're you're going to do it. Uh, the other one that is that is interesting is the Miles Sanders Isaiah Pacheco matchup. And I'm I'm really high on Pacheco yep. in the pass game, not so much in the run game though. And and Sanders. Like you've got a guy who who gets really really big numbers on a yards per carry basis when his offensive line is getting a solid push. I believe Philadelphia is going to be able to do that and also create holes for him, whether that's around the edges or between the tackles. Seven and a half that just on the surface feels like a cheap price to have to lay. Only seven and a half more rushing yards for Sanders than Isaiah Pacheco, who I believe to be much more efficient in this game from a passing perspective out of the backfield. Yeah, I do too. I mean, there's a reason why I voted for him. Well, not voted for him. <laughs> I'm hoping that. That's, see, I'm hoping that they vote for him for MVP. Yeah, you know, but, will it into existence already. <laughs> will yeah. it into existence. But uh, he's he's a really good player. I mean, I, I, I think he's underrated. And, and that's kind of silly to say, but I, I think he's underrated when it comes to a running back and what he did this year. Uh, and what he presents, because the Eagles are so much, right? They're Dallas Goddard, they're A.J. Brown, they're Devonta Smith, they're Jalen Hurts, and uh, they're Gainwell, right? But then, for whatever reason, Miles Sanders gets lost, but he shouldn't. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, I would lay that too. Well, you know, it's funny. You are an hour, 37 minutes into our show, and you mentioned Kenneth Gainwell. It's mm-hmm. the first time his name has come up. Right. Uh, he's sneakily averaging 80 yards per game in the two postseason <laughs> matchups so far. Some of that is due to game state with Philadelphia getting up big early in both games. His rushing preps only 19 and a half at DraftKings for the Super Bowl. As much as I love the matchup and the way the blocking scheme should set up favorably for Miles Sanders in the game, and I would lay the seven and a half if we were in a jurisdiction that offered this right. uh, with Sanders over Pacheco, is, is there still, I mean, feels like there's some value to be had on Gainwell, a guy who's kind of been forgotten. And, and if there is somebody to get lost in the shuffle, it's probably been him. If you compare that to his recent numbers. Yeah. But think about, and at least I do, I, I think about how Philly uses Gainwell. Like he's that off tackle, you know, he times up the wide zone perfectly and how they block it. And it's so hard to get off a block and then find gain will, right? Because of how they, they time up that blocking scheme. But if they get to a more of a power scheme, I, I think Miles Sanders is your guy mm. more so than Gainwell. I mean, if they're getting to off tackle, if they're getting to white zone, and I mean, the running game is really, really working. Uh, and so it, Gainwell could go off then, right? Um, so th- to me, that would be the bet. That would be the only reason why I would bet. But I can't anticipate that happening. Uh, but I can anticipate Miles Sanders being a big part of – not only the off-tackle game, inside zone, as well as a power game, too. Right. But you're thinking about a guy in the middle for Kansas City. His name is Chris Jones. Right. Right. <laughs> so if, if you're trying to maybe get out in front of that, and I realize that's going to have a bigger impact. Jones has 15 and a half sacks. Mm-hmm. That'll impact the passing game. But you're Philadelphia. Like, is there a world in the game script where you maybe try to go outside zone quicker? And let's say Gainwell gets more looks than maybe he would in a normal game flow. I mean, that, that seems like a realistic path. If sure. That's how Shane Steichen wants to do it. Yeah, I mean, they could get to that. It, it's like, uh, it, could that trip up uh, Kansas City and all? But I, I think if you're Kansas City, you might anticipate that. You know, you, you anticipate. They know that I know that they right. know. Right. They anticipate the whole perimeter thing. Right. Like, Miles Sanders gives you a chance to be power and inside too. And, yeah. you know, but yeah, you're right. I mean, from a probability standpoint, I can't bet it that way. But from a Miles Sanders probability uh, and his involvement in the offense, I can I can get on board with that. I, I won't be betting any Gainwell props. I just find it interesting that mm-hmm. this is a dude who's gone off I know. two straight games. And in a game that does, look, it's a higher total game, 50 and a half right now is the market consensus. And yet, you got a guy whose number is at 19 and a half on Gainwell, rushing yeah. yards, and there's really been no buzz about him whatsoever. Just yeah, you, usually, yards. you know, yeah, well, in two weeks where right. the buildup usually uncovers every angle. That angle has not really been talked about for games. Yeah, receiving yards, receiving stuff like that. Be. I mean, I, I think, because uh, I think there could be a bunch of gadgets in this, too. So. Yeah. I'm just looking up Kenneth Gainwell receiving yards, 11 and a half. There you go. So, again, not, not exactly the highest numbers of all time on right. Kenneth Gainwell, despite his success in the postseason. We'll continue the Philadelphia discussion next. Ryan Rostein joins us from the city of brotherly love. He has some great insights on Philly that we'll discuss next right here on the Pro Football Blitz. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. 
From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football fans, the championship game is set, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. Win big with tons of specials on February 12th, like our same game parlay, Bet and Get, live Bet and Get, and Football Squares game. You can win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this football season. Place $10 or more in qualifying bets, and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com. As we're back on the Pro Football Blitz, uh, he is Mike Pritchard, former NFL wide receiver. I'm Ben Wilson, taking you through every angle imaginable for the big game, Chiefs and Eagles. And to get the Philadelphia perspective now on Super Bowl 57, we welcome in Ryan Rostein from Philadelphia. You can give Ryan a follow at WiseRye. Okay, Ryan, first off. Your schedule today, dude, it's insane. What can you take us through? Like, what is your hosting schedule today? And also as an aside, thank you for coming on because as you're about to lay out like this, this is not for the faint of heart folks, but Ryan, you're, uh, you're doing yeoman's work today. So what's your schedule like? Yeah, listen, I'm not i uh, I'm not laying concrete. All right. So it's not the, it's Great not point. the worst That's thing fair. in the world, <laughs> uh, but now we got a lot to talk about uh, over here in Philadelphia. So 12 before I did a show Eastern time, and then I'm back at it for, uh, you know, for the Philadelphians that have had a few, they can turn on WIP 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. So Nice. <laughs> Coming home from the bars. Yeah, yeah get, get Ryan on the horn. I like it. Yeah, tune in there. He's also, you hear him on uh, 97.3 ESPN uh, in Philadelphia. So, yeah, look, looking forward to that. Well, you know. That's a nice little way to end your night, coming home from the bar. Oh, Chris. absolutely. Just the, the dulcet tones of, of Ryan I mean, Rastier. it doesn't – listen, I'm not saying the requirement to listen to me is go to the bar and turn me on on the way home, okay? I mean, you can you can listen to it on the mobile app and however you want. But enough of plugging me. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. Let's though. do it. Well, so, Ryan, you and I, we were on the air, so you came on. This was back in uh, late August on our Bet on Chicago show. And you, uh, you and I were both a little bit hesitant to buy into the, all the hype from the offseason on Philadelphia. And I, I applauded you at the time for, you, you know, as, as the guy in Philadelphia, you were not buying into the homerism and you weren't necessarily sold on Philly being this uh, huge team to back yet. We think we were all wrong. Any of us who doubted Philadelphia, that is obvious. They're in the Super Bowl. What about the Eagles path now to get to this point has impressed you the most and surprised you the most from when we talked back in August? 
it's never felt so good to be wrong. Um, I, I would say one one name, and it's pretty simple. It's it's Jalen Hurts, right? I, I think you know, looking back to August, looking back to pre week one of the regular season for the Philadelphia Eagles, it was for me. I had a ton of question marks surrounding Jalen Hurts. I, you know, he was just okay to me last season, and you know, this roster compared to last year's roster, significantly better. Uh, I. I, I felt good about this roster and the upgrades that Howie Roseman made in the off season, but you don't know how it's going to pan out until you actually see the paper come, you know, the names on the paper come to life. And uh, outside of a, a Jalen Hurts minor injury late in the year, this team has been pretty much healthy. Lane Johnson's battling through an injury right now. He's going to play in the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's Jalen. He has just been an absolute. He has been an MVP, and you know the only criticism is, well, the roster is so good. It's, I mean, those people are the, the biggest boneheads on the on the planet. Uh, that's that they're just not watching Eagles games. I mean, Jalen Hurts is the Patrick Mahomes for the Philadelphia Eagles. This roster for Philly is super talented and deep at almost every position. Uh, but that doesn't take away from what Jalen Hurts has done, his development, his growth. Um, he's mature beyond his years. He's like 24 going on 44. He says all the right things. He does all the right things. Um, so it's Jalen to answer your question. He has, mm-hmm. he has answered the long list of questions and then some. Yeah. He's listening to Anita Baker. That's what's helping him out. <laughs> you know, Ryan, um, I, I want to try to define Jalen if we can, because I, I'm trying to figure this one out from a, a football perspective to see what Spags is going to do from a coordinating standpoint for Kansas City. Uh, you know, you look at Jalen Hurts' body of work, 15 games he started this year. Uh, he's got one of the fewer passing attempts uh, stats out there, 460 passing attempts uh, for that many starts. Uh, but yet he's been blitzed probably the third most uh, than uh, third most the quarterback has been blitzed in the National Football League this year. Why are teams electing to do that to a guy that doesn't throw the ball very much? <laughs> it's a great question. Um, I'm, I'm not really sure. I don't know if I have that answer. Uh, it, I, I look at the Seagulls offense and <laughs> they have they have two Hall of Famers on the offensive line. They have another three guys that are going to the Pro Bowl. I mean, I don't know how special that is. Tyler Huntley's going to the Pro Bowl as well. But, uh, you know, you, you get my point. They're, they're, they're probably the best group on the team on both sides of the ball. So they're going to they're gonna follow the big boys, and they are elite on the ground. Uh, they incorporate that RPO, and then it's just, it's just a nightmare. Jalen Hurts has perfected the RPO. Uh, they have a healthy, dangerous offensive line, and they have a group of running backs that – uh, are running the rock really well right now. So that's just their strength. That's their bread and butter. And I also think a lot of that is coming off of the RPO, right? So teams are blitzing, uh, and then Jalen Hurts is making the decision, well, am I going to you know, put it in Miles Sanders' gut, or am I going to bring it back and pass it, or am I going to bring it back to myself and run with it? Uh, and it sounds simple, but that when you have that type of talent uh, orchestrating that, it's it's become lethal. So that's my only answer as to maybe why teams are still electing to do that. But the Eagles have been doing a great job at dictating style of play and what they want to do each and every game. Ryan Rossian again joining us from Philadelphia right now. Give him a follow at Wise Rye on the Twitter machine. The interesting angle I look at in the betting market 
as much as everyone's wanting to talk about this crazy switch from the Chiefs being favored in some books to quickly flipping to Philadelphia and out settled into Eagles one and a half. A lot of uh, mix of opinion on the total, Ryan. We're settling in now in the market at about 50 and a half. How do you see the game playing out from a pacing and scoring standpoint? You know, that's a really good question. And honestly, I've been back and forth on it a little bit, right? Like, at first, and I might still be leading this way at first, I say, you know what? You know, what did I just say in the last answer? The Eagles have been doing a great job at dictating style of these fights each and every game. Uh, and that's on the ground. I mean, for the most part, it's been on the ground for this team. If they see an opportunity in the secondary to attack in the air, they're not afraid to do that. But uh, I would imagine, especially with this matchup, they're going to want to control the game, uh, control the time of possession, and just quite frankly, do what they do best. So uh, having said that, I'm leaning with the under uh, just because I can see I can see like a 23-20 type of a game, fellas. A 23, I know it's hard with the Chiefs, and trust me, I'm scared to death of Patrick Mahomes, and obviously that offense can put up points and put him up in bunches, but the strong Eagles defense as well. So uh, I, I see a lower scoring game, uh, and, and I think the total is going to end up hitting the under. You know, Ryan, one of the matchups, too, um, I, I think from the other side of things would be um, that secondary uh, for the Eagles and uh, a really good secondary. I like how he put that together, uh, certainly with the trade right before the start of the year. You know, Patrick, he distributes the football all over the place, and Kelsey is a focal point. What do you think uh, will be the plan of action for that Eagles secondary, though? Uh, hope for the best. Uh, in all honesty, I mean, listen, it, I, I kid, but uh, I, I don't know how Mahomes is feeling. It didn't seem to matter at all in the AFC Championship game regarding that high ankle sprain. Uh, but where the Eagles have been successful is sort of a bend but don't break type of a mentality. That's how Jonathan Gannon approaches uh, orchestrating that defense on that side of the ball. They have an elite defensive line. I mean, they had four different guys. Uh, up front that ended up recording 10 or more sacks. So this is a group up front with veterans uh, likes of Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, new uh, off-season addition of Hassan Reddick, who just seems to get like two, two and a half sacks every week. Uh, take the over on his sack total, by the way. Um, so they, they just say, hey, go get them. Go generate pressure to the guys up front. Uh, we're going to let Darius Slay do his thing. Bradbury has been arguably the one of the better off-season additions as well. He's been great opposite side Slay. So generate pressure with the guys up front. Let the secondary sort of sit back and let their talents speak for themselves and uh, try and not get beat deep. It sounds a little bit boring, but it's been dominant uh, for a big portion of this season. I don't imagine or anticipate Gannon trying to reinvent the wheel for the final game of the season right. here. That makes a lot of sense. I, I was shocked to see... I mean, we're going to do our sack props, Ryan, in our, in our next uh, hour on the show that Hassan Reddick is at uh, .25 on his sack prop. Like a half sack and the dude goes over? Are you kidding me? I like that. If that's your best bet of a prop, Ryan, I will happily endorse that here. Yes, hammer it. If you can get an adjusted total, like over a half, over one and a half, hammer it. I mean, this dude has just been, the past two straight games, he's gotten one and a half sacks on the first yeah. drive. Mm-hmm. 17 and a half uh, on, on the overall season for uh, one Hassan Reddick, Ryan Rothstein, who is going to get some sleep now and then host overnight <laughs> two to 6 a.m. You can catch him there on WIP in Philadelphia. Ryan, as always, love it when you come on here. It's going to be a fun week there in Philly. So uh, enjoy it, my friend. 
Uh, Mike, Ben, thank you so much, guys. Always enjoy uh, talking to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and that, with that, Mike, that is the end of our second hour. So we have some sack props. Mm-hmm. We're going to do deep dive on the defensive line, some novelty props, and our early bets that we've already made. Those are all still to come as we get into our final hour on the Pro Football Blitz. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.